House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishout with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. You know, in the gambling world, news comes at you quick, and that's why we're lucky here at House of Cards to talk to some of the best writers to tackle this fast-paced scene. Our guest coming up, in my opinion, is one of the most talented and thorough writers to cover the world of gambling. From NGOnlineGambling.com and USBets.com, we're going to be talking with John Brennan. Whether it's about casinos, sports betting, horse racing, John Brennan has covered it all. And we're going to hear from him right after this quick break. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Everyone knows New Jersey has the best of everything. The best casinos, the best table games, the best slots, and now it has the best sports book, PointsBet.com. That's right, PointsBet has it all. Spread betting, money line betting, prop bets, you name it, you'll find it at PointsBet. And you can bet from anywhere in New Jersey using your mobile device. It's the only place with points betting where every point matters because every point pays. Now, PointsBet has one of the best sign-up offers in the state. Go to PointsBet.com and sign up using our promo code HOUSE, that's H-O-U-S-E, and you'll get a $50 bonus bet plus two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks. It's the preferred sports book of Allen Iverson and Darrell Rivas. They even have the Rivas Betting Academy hosted by NFL great Darrell Rivas. So sign up today at pointsbet.com using our promo code HOUSE and start having some real fun. That's promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. PointsBet, stay sharp. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com.
You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. You know, it's always great talking to our next guest. This man has seen and written everything about casinos and sports betting. And in my opinion, he's one of the most talented journalists covering the gambling industry today. From usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com, John Brennan. John, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks so much. I like that intro. <laughs> I, well, I, hey, hire me and I'll walk in front of you in, in every room and I'll introduce you. <laughs> so, I'm thinking about that. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I, I want to start off with New Jersey. A, a pretty important report was released last week from the Division of Gaming Enforcement, and that was the revenue figures from Atlantic City for 2018. Uh, there was some good news and I guess some bad news in the report. Uh, first off, overall, what did the report say about the revenue figures for the casino industry in Atlantic City? Uh, well, we're talking about uh, January, uh, or actually March. Yeah, the, this is March Madness, obviously. So the handle was $372 million. Um, that's not as much as the January handle, $385 million. So it didn't break a record, but a little bit overlooked, I think, is that uh, the gross revenue for the uh, sports books in March was a record $32 million. Uh, that's as much as January and February combined. Um, so January, the gross revenue, for instance, was only $19 million. Um, some of that was the Patriots Super Bowl win. Um, the books lost four and a half million on that one game. Sure. So, um, you, you know, we, we follow some industry people on Twitter, probably the same people. And it's funny, they'll always be, you know, tweeting to us, uh, the books need the Eagles and Chiefs to fail on Sunday or something <laughs> like that. And it's funny because it just easily be betters will collectively get rich if the Eagles and Chiefs cover on Sunday. You know, it's the same info. And it is interesting when, the betting public goes 80 or 90 percent on one game um, to us and to our listeners, I think. But, um, you know, who who are we rooting for? Are we rooting for the books? I don't know if we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, was there one or two sports books that really did great in March or was it across the board really great for everyone? Uh, well, uh, FanDuel at the Meadowlands is um, is running away from the field. Um, DraftKings, obviously, is, is the next big presence. Um, and they have a, a, a partnership in Atlantic City. But uh, the Midlands racetrack um, is really interesting because um, the online portion is dominant, 80% of the handle. But at the Midlands, um, you have people who are going to the racetrack, to the sports books uh, there, and they're betting online. So mm-hmm. the, the, the number shows up online, but actually um, they're really attending the, the track. So I, I think that because of the... Um, allure of the and, and a location, obviously, just outside of New York City. Um, I think that they're getting good crowds at the Meadowlands racetrack, and a lot of them are betting online, and that's adding to the, the enormous numbers of people betting around the state online as well. When sports books started in New Jersey, DraftKings was number one constantly. W- w- why the change over to Fandle? It seems like like everything's it's coming DraftKings is coming back to the pack a bit is there a reason for that or what's going on in New Jersey with uh, the sports books yeah i'm not sure about that and and really i think um DraftKings is a solid number 2 so um i i think it's more FanDuel running away than DraftKings going backwards necessarily um but yeah we're kind of uh, looking into that actually um this week even um to figure it out cuz it is a little bit curious it is. I mean, they they right off the bat, DraftKings was number one every month, and it just it started to seem like it changed. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's something to look at. Um, obviously, marketing is part of it, um, but every all of them are trying all kinds of uh, incentives to try and get people uh, to take their their uh, their action. That's why the, mm-hmm. the the Tiger Woods stuff that was out about how uh, you know the fan FanDuel lost about two million dollars extra. Because they said in one daily fantasy sports contest, if Tiger Woods somehow wins the thing, everybody gets a refund if you didn't have Tiger as part of your your game, and um, and there goes Tiger wins. But uh, there's so much publicity, and more importantly, as I wrote about, um, there are so many people who signed up for the FanDuel app on their smartphone because they wanted to get in on this uh, Masters contest, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I've talked to industry people who said. The average casual better, he's only going to have two or three sports betting apps total. He's got a lot of apps. He's got too many apps to begin with on his phone. He's thinking of getting rid of some. He doesn't want ten of them. So to to get into that person's smartphone and get on as an app, that can last for ten years or more. So you know the the short term loss is worth the long term gain. 
You know, uh, like you, I try and keep up to date with the proposed legislation in the different states with regard to sports betting. And I'm shocked when I see proposed legislation in other states and they don't include a mobile sports betting component. Is there some reason why New Jersey is not the model for most proposed legislation when it comes to sports betting? Uh, Yeah, I've actually been kind of surprised at that. Um, (laughs) You know, in terms of regulation of casinos over the last 40 years, um, you know, Nevada is is well-respected and and certainly uh, a model to look at. But they've been around for 70 years. It's a little different. So when Atlantic City legalized casinos in 1978 to become the second state, um, other states by the 80s into the 90s where there's a real big boom, um, you know, they pretty much just copied what New Jersey does in terms of regulations. And even basically, if you had approval from the New Jersey regulators, you could go to any state and they'd pretty well say, yeah, you know, New Jersey checks everybody out. So if they're good with you, we're, we're good. Um, and I thought that that would happen with um, sports betting. New Jersey has been extremely successful. Um, the online numbers are enormous, um, the biggest in the country by far. And it seemed like, oh, okay, well, they're getting 80% of the revenue from sports betting. So if you want to legalize this, um, either to raise revenue, which is tax revenue, which is one thing, or to get people away from illegal offshore books, or as a consumer protection to say, well, this way it's regulated, so if something goes wrong, we can go after the company or, or whatever, um, then you would want the online too. Um, but the legislators basically don't understand the issue and attempts to educate them are uh, failing, clearly. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Following their hugely successful sports betting event, Ice Sports Betting USA, Clarion Gaming has launched Ice North America, the benchmark event for industry learning and development in the North American gaming market. This one-of-a-kind conference brings together the industries of sports betting, iGaming, affiliate marketing, iLottery, and eSports from across the entire region. And it's all happening May 13th to the 15th in Boston, Massachusetts. If you're a decision maker or a supplier in the gaming industry, this is one event you cannot miss. Expert panels, networking events, there's even an investor's day where investors and executives gather to explore investment opportunities this is the home of interactive gaming and you need to be in attendance ice north america may 13th to the 15th in boston massachusetts join the mvps and register today at icenorthamerica.com brought to you by clarion gaming for more information go to icenorthamerica.com You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. And for those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. You know, any anytime we talk about figures for the sports books in New Jersey, I, I, I wonder about how it's affecting the horse racing industry because that's who it's supposed to be benefiting because that was one of the reasons why sports betting was implemented in the state. Now, you, you recently wrote a great article in njonlinegambling.com about the racing industry and some of their concerns. What's the latest with regard to the horse racing industry as it relates to sports betting in New Jersey? Yeah, you know, the, the Meadowlands Racetrack is hitting $3 million in handle on Saturday nights uh, every month, every week, basically. Um, it's up a bit from last year and the year before. And I've talked to the operator, Jeff Gural, and he, he said it, he's not convinced that it's just, well, we're getting a lot of extra sports bettors to the track, and while they're there, they're going to bet on a race. I mean, that happens a little bit, obviously. But um, he thinks just the... the uh, the liveliness of the crowd uh, on a Friday and Saturday night because of you have the sports bettors as well as the, the horsemen. Um, and look, let's face it, the the, uh, the bettors are a, a much younger, a bit livelier crowd uh, than the, the horse players. And he thinks that just, just the vibe is better. You know, a lot of times if you go to a restaurant, the food is important, obviously, in the service. But if you go there and there's a lot of people there, it just seems like it's a lively place. You're a little more likely to go back. And I think that might be part of it. So um, I don't see any issues for the horse racing industry 
with this yet. Obviously, they get a piece of the action. Uh, you know, Monmouth Park is with William Hill U.S. and and the Meadowlands as FanDuel. Uh, so they, they're already benefiting directly by that. But uh, I don't think it's cut into their handle. Uh, as I, I wondered at times, you know, I used to ask Dennis Drazen from Monmouth Park and Jeff Garoff from the Meadowlands last year. I'm, I'm picturing a guy who goes to the track on a Saturday and he spends 100 or he risks $100 on the races. And is he going to just risk 50 on the races and then 50 on, on sports bets? But um, they didn't expect that to happen, and I don't see any evidence yet that it does. Are the horsemen trying to, you know, really try and get into the, you know, I, I know they're, you know, when people go to the uh, sports books at the racetracks, you know, they're, they're maybe getting some extra bets, but are they trying to get into the online field a little more or what are they hoping for with regard to that? Uh, well, you're talking about, you know, online, you know, uh, betting on the horse racing that's been going on for 10 years or more so yeah they've, they've already got that set i mean i think the one new new wrinkle that monmouth park's a little more likely to try they did it for the haskell last summer mm-hmm. is have a bet where you, you let's say you bet three races uh on uh, haskell day and then the fourth bet is well the yankees beat the red sox that night something like that so kind of luring in both sides to say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna you know take a risk on a horse race and on a sporting event and um, New Jersey has approved that, the regulators, for in a, for a limited fashion. Um, so there'll be a little bit of an intersection, but um, I think there's kind of room for both. I, I wasn't as convinced of that, uh, but now I'm starting to come around to that thinking. You know, I think the last time you were on, I asked about the horse track that just seems like a mystery to me, and that's Freehold. I mean, are are, are they going to start uh, having a sports book anytime soon, or they seem to be the lost racetrack in New Jersey when it, when it comes to sports betting? Yeah, it is a mystery to me. I, I, I talk to some people there on occasion, and it's always sort of, it's coming, we're working on it, you know, we're not going to get there for the start of NFL season, we're not going to get there for the playoffs, we're not quite going to get there <laughs> for the opening day of baseball, Um it is a bit curious um, because initially I had heard from some people there, they had to figure out if they're even going to make money. You know, they've got to um, do a certain amount of renovation. And uh, if if the handle is going to be low enough where they could lose, you know, obviously in any given month it's possible to lose. It doesn't happen often, but it's possible. You know, is it even worth their while? Because um, they're only, I think, you know, 20, 30 miles, whatever, from Monmouth Park. So can they get enough of a crowd? Um, I think their conclusion was that it was worth it. And yet they haven't been able to finalize the partnership. Um, it is a bit curious. I've, I've been following, I guess, the saga of a property in Cherry Hill that wants sports betting and maybe the owners don't want sports betting. What's the latest on the Cherry Hill property? Yeah, there's a lawsuit going on between uh, the, the New Jersey law that allows sports betting says the nine casinos in Atlantic City, you can have sports betting. Um, and eight of them are offering it now. And the three racetracks, you can offer sports betting, and the two of the three, as we note, are doing that. And then the site of two former racetracks could offer um, sports betting. One is the Atlantic City Racecourse, which is kind of pointless since there's so much competition in Atlantic City. And the other is uh, uh, former Garden State Park property in, in Cherry Hill. Um, there's a lawsuit going on between the former owners of the property of kind of like a restrictive covenant on what could happen once they sell it, and the current operators of a strip mall, which is what it is now, um, and can they get a sports book? So it's kind of being stalled by the legal uh, system right now. You know, here we always get questions from listeners about how well the casinos are doing in Cherry, um, not Cherry Hill, uh, Atlantic City. And uh, how how is the health of Atlantic City and the casino industry and the online gambling in Atlantic City? Well, um, yeah, online casino gambling broke another record. Um, well, they break it every, almost every month uh, in March. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, you know, I go back, and you can remember 2010, 11, 12, before New Jersey legalized online casino gaming in 2013. It was all about online poker. That was all the discussion. They were the, they were the lobbyists, literally. Um, they were the ones who pushed for it. They're the ones who got it to happen. And online poker's gone nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, two million in handle a month, uh, 1.9, 1.8. It's, there's no growth. Um, it just hasn't worked out yet. Uh, but the online casino side, mostly slots and roulette and that sort of thing, uh, is exploding. Um, I think the state even underrated uh, how much interest there would be. And it took time. You know, I mean, literally a couple of years before there started to be more of an awareness. Obviously, we get bombarded by the commercials up here. Um, 
but people are starting to realize, oh, it is legal to do that, and I could try that, and my friend tried it, and so so that's um, that's that part's doing really well. You know, it was interesting that there was a report released about the um, revenue uh, for the casinos in Atlantic City in 2018, and, and it said Atlantic City, the casino uh, revenue rose, but some individual casino revenue fell. Is there concern about that situation, or is it just, hey, Atlantic City's trending in the right way, so we're going to let it be? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it, it is two sides of a coin. Yeah, yeah. The addition of two new the addition of two new casinos has led to a double-digit increase in the total revenue for the industry and thousands of more jobs, which is great for the county because it's a, that's a regional thing. Um, thousands of extra people are, are working, and they're then pumping that money back into the local economy. You know, in, in 2014 to 16, while the casinos were closing, five of them, um, Atlanta County at one point had the highest foreclosure rate in the country. I mean, it was that bad. Yeah. And so the addition of the two new casinos is a tremendous boost for – the region, um, and overall the casino industry gets larger. That being said, the seven holdover casinos, uh, most of them lost, but not didn't lose money, but they, they saw a slight decline in revenue in, in 2018 with a second half of Hard Rock and Ocean Resort opening. So um, the pie grew, but not enough yet to uh, sort of allow the holdovers to keep their, their line, and then it's just extra money coming in. So it, it, that's a little bit... It, problematic and then there's talk about showboat maybe reopening as a casino which would be a 10th casino yeah. um you know i go back 10 years uh and the wall street analysts would always say 12 casinos is crazy yeah, it's, it's ridiculous they have that many they, they know the size of the market and and what it could handle and and all that and they look at the numbers and it just doesn't add up and for years and years there were still 12 casinos and then all of a sudden you know it seemed like a blink of an eye four of them closed and then a fifth one Trump Taj Mahal closed in 2016, and then with only seven, they really picked up. I mean, all seven casinos were really recovering nicely and doing well. Um, so this eighth and ninth is is probably pushing it. And that's what these analysts said 10 years ago. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. PlaySugarHouse.com offers millions of betting options on the sports you love. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. And you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep. And that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. pillow. 
Following their hugely successful sports betting event, Ice Sports Betting USA, Clarion Gaming has launched Ice North America, the benchmark event for industry learning and development in the North American gaming market. This one-of-a-kind conference brings together the industries of sports betting, iGaming, affiliate marketing, iLottery, and eSports from across the entire region. And it's all happening May 13th to the 15th in Boston, Massachusetts. If you're a decision maker or a supplier in the gaming industry, this is one event you cannot miss. Expert panels, networking events, there's even an Investors Day where investors and executives gather to explore investment opportunities. This is the home of interactive gaming and you need to be in attendance. ICE North America, May 13th to the 15th in Boston, Massachusetts. Join the MVPs and register today at icenorthamerica.com. Brought to you by Clarion Gaming. For more information, go to icenorthamerica.com. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. Bright Tech offers unique no-dust lighting products that fit right into your home, no construction required. Elevated design should be available to everyone, not just the folks with the big bank accounts. Trick out your living room, create your perfect reading nook. Whatever the situation, Bright Tech has a lighting solution for you. And now get 5% off of your entire order when using our promo code RADIO5OFF at checkout. Head on over to brighttechshop.com and start designing the life you want. Bright Tech, your bright life realized. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 29, 2019. Pennsylvania has set a date for the launch of online casinos. According to gaming regulators, online gaming will launch on July 15th in the Keystone State. This will make Pennsylvania the fourth state with regulated online poker joining New Jersey, Delaware, and Nevada. Pennsylvania will only be the third state that offers all casino games since Nevada only offers online poker. DraftKings and the Arena Football League have signed a deal to create a new fantasy game. The deal with the AFL provides DraftKings with its 12th daily fantasy sports category. In Mississippi and New Jersey, fans can also place bets on the games throughout the season on the DraftKings Sportsbook website. And finally, something amazing happened at the Sunset Station Casino in Henderson, Nevada. An Arizona resident was playing the Mega Bucks Triple Red Hot 7s machine for only two minutes when they hit a huge jackpot. That jackpot was worth $13.1 million. Sounds like that's one great slot machine. Having news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. And for those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? Seven is, is great. Eight or nine are pushing it. And, you know, more than that is, is problematic. And that's kind of the way it's playing out. So the industry is doing better. The region is doing better with all the jobs. But the individual, the holdover casinos are not benefiting yet from, you know, sometimes you have more restaurants near you, you actually get more business because now it becomes a hub, you know, New Brunswick or Morristown or places like that. Um, but here there's more traffic in Atlantic City, but it hasn't quite translated yet into uh, an increase in, in volume for the holdovers. What are the casinos that are doing really well in Atlantic City? Is it still the, uh, the Borgata and Golden Nugget or is there another one coming in that's really doing well? Uh, well, Borgata is still far and away the market leader. Um, yeah, um, Tropicana has been a big success story for the last five or six years. Um, resorts went from being so small that people wondered how they can even survive. Um, and they've, they've grown a bit. They're still a smaller casino, kind of a, uh, you know, regular player casino, but, um, they've improved their numbers. Um, the Three Caesars properties are, are on the larger side for the most part. Um, you know, nobody's really uh, uh, struggling that badly. Um, the only question is, will Caesars A, keep three properties, and B, if they wind up partnering with uh, with a, a casino company that has a property there, and they wind up with four again, will they go the, the other route, and like they do with Showboat, and cut back to three? Because arguably four properties in Atlantic City is, is kind of redundant. You know, if you get rid of one casino, you get rid of 25% of your workforce, and you're not going to lose 25% of your customer base. They're going to go to the other three casinos with the loyalty card. So um, so that, that's the issue. But uh, overall, uh, the industry is doing far better than it did from what, 2006 to 16 was was uh, was a disaster. And uh, they're on the way back. You know, one of the big national stories was the Department of Justice reversing their opinion regarding the Wire Act of 1961, where they, I guess, basically said that it could be potentially be applied to all gambling. And there's been a lot of pushback from a lot of people, on, and even New Hampshire filed a lawsuit on the matter. Uh, and again, you wrote another great article on NJOnlineGambling.com about the case. What is the status right now of the proceedings regarding New Hampshire? Uh, yeah, I've talked to some uh even legal experts involved in this, and they're just mystified as to not only the January opinion, which the sentiment in the industry is that Sheldon Adelson, who's a Las Vegas billionaire who owns the Sands properties, um, he's an avid opponent of online gambling in general. Um, and the feeling is that he had influence on Department of Justice to, uh, to issue an opinion expanding the wire act beyond sports betting. So it threatened everything else, you know, and all that. But then recently there was like an addendum to the opinion by the Department of Justice. And to me, I think they realized they walked into a hornet's nest with lotteries. I mean, there are people who play the lottery every week who would probably tell you I'm against gambling. I don't, I don't <laughs> like the sports betting and the casinos and the racetrack. They shouldn't have that, but they love their lottery. You know, that's a very, very mainstream, uh, uh popular, uh, thing to do. So, uh, so there was an effort to say, oh, by the way, just to make clear, uh, this wouldn't affect lotteries. Lotteries are lotteries are good to go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and the idea was that to get the court to throw out the New Hampshire lotteries lawsuit, because well, what's the point of the lawsuit? It's clear here now that they're not going to uh, threaten the lottery, so lottery is not uh, have any standing. But the judge didn't go for that because he said this is just a legal opinion. This isn't some you know Supreme Court decision. I mean, it, it you could change your mind tomorrow, and then they're in trouble again. So he's going to continue the case. And he's going to decide next month. But I think the most important part of that is that about a dozen states joined in as lotteries and saying, yeah, you know, we, we worry about our lottery, too. 
And they tried to say, can you make a ruling that will be binding on the whole country? <laughs> and the judge said, I'm not, I'm not going there. <laughs> so whatever happens next month will only impact the uh, people of New Hampshire. So the, the problem of confusion as to what is and is not legal, um, according to the Department of Justice, in terms of gambling, uh, it's going to continue. And just to add to that, even your basic humble pick three, you know, win $10,000, you know, minor gamble for a buck, um, the technology is such that that bet can be considered to be routed through uh, a computer in another state, however briefly, you know, in in the process of getting the ticket printed. So if you really want to go hard line, you could say that even that's interstate, and you can't do that. Uh, it's not likely, but it seems possible based on the Department of Justice opinion. And clearly Powerball and, and Mega Millions are multi-state lotteries. I mean, there's no question about that. So uh, And sports betting, online poker, uh, compacts. Um, it's a real mess right now, and, and uh, it's just one of those things that it, it's going to take a while to, to sort out. Now, you mentioned the compact. That's what I thought about when uh, this decision by the Department of Justice came down. Um, will New Jersey or Nevada eventually have to become involved in this lawsuit, in this legal action uh, regarding the I, Department I, of Justice? Yeah, I think they do, and I've written, you know, State Senator Ray, Res- Ray Lesniak, who was kind of the, the the guy who led the charge to get sports betting legal in New Jersey, which made it legal around the country states wanted to make it legal. Um, he's chomping at the bit. He's an attorney. And if New Jersey follows through, he would be handling the case. And um, I, I think he's right that not only is the New Hampshire decision limited, whatever it is, it's just about lotteries. And that doesn't really address the core issue. And New Jersey has online poker, online casino gaming, and sports betting online. So they're the one state that has more at stake in this fight than anyone. So um, I, I think that they're going to have to go uh, to federal court themselves and push it. And, you know, here we go again. This is what happened with sports betting. New Jersey is the one, you know, the people voted for it by a two-to-one margin in a referendum in 2011. Legislature passed it. The governor signed it. The league sued. Six years go by. New Jersey won the Supreme Court, and here we go. And I think New Jersey may have to take the lead again. I, I got to tell you, it's absolutely amazing that these cases are still going on, that gambling is becoming more and more a part of everyday day's life. And I can't, I can't believe they're actually litigating this still. I mean, there, there are radio shows or podcasts or television shows about gambling. And I, and you know what? The big story this week was there is a professional sports better having a great run on Jeopardy. I, I, and I got to ask you about that. Did you ever think uh, someone would use the principles of sports betting and apply it to Jeopardy? Uh, it's really fascinating, and you know, one of my colleagues, Brian Pempis, uh, uh, he interviewed him, and the, the the question was, did you have any concerns about saying what you do for a living? You know, I'm, I'm a professional sports better. Is that you know, there might be a stigma attached, that sort of thing. And and the guy lives in Las Vegas for one thing, where it's obviously legal. But sure. and he said not at all. And he's he's a you know a guy in his 30s, I guess. So um, it, there's a new generation coming along that doesn't really see so much of a stigma in sports betting uh, anyway. And um, that's what he does for a living. So the, what's the problem? And so, yeah, it definitely kind of mainstreamed it uh, in that respect, which is great. Um, by the way, it's a good time for me to plug our uh, weekly Gamble On podcast. I was, I was just going to ask you about that. Gamble On. Every I... Thursday afternoon. Uh, uh, look, uh, check out this week's uh, episode. Uh, you may... Uh, you may find it interesting, but uh, to continue with this topic <laughs> as well, I had a good hint there. Um, <laughs> yeah, our Jeopardy winner, he's like stomping on his rivals like Godzilla marching through Tokyo. And uh, to your point, my favorite part is he seems to have sort of an expected value effort on daily doubles. Uh, usually the player always seems to bet a number based on their exact status in the game at that moment in time. They're risk-averse, basically. And um, now he and, and the other uh contestants obviously factor in what the category is but you know our guy is is much more aggressive in how much he bets you know he should be he wins the majority of the questions even while he's competing against two people so if he has no competition what's the likelihood he gets it wrong and um i think he may fundamentally change the way uh, the best players uh, go about it and same way ken jennings did who's number one to this guy's number two uh on on how they go about this this game, because they're, he's definitely approaching it from a professional sports betting standpoint in a much more efficient way than I think the typical Jeopardy winner does. Yeah, now like you mentioned, you do a great podcast, Gamble On, with Eric Raskin. I, I was I was telling our producer, you know what, John and Eric are really good. They're media savvy. They know how to bet. You guys think about uh, trying out for Jeopardy? You'd be pretty good. <laughs> 
were joking about that last weekend. <laughs> I said, uh, "Look, I'm I'm no dummy. I I I could be competitive as a tryout. I don't think anybody should ever think, oh, if I tried out, I'd get on the show. That's 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 vain for anybody to say. But I, I would at least be a plausible one, except the damn buzzer. I can't. Yeah. There's no way I'd get that buzzer right. And I, I was joking with Eric that I said uh, that. I can picture me being on the show and my face is getting beat red because I'm pounding that button on every question <laughs> and I can't get it to go through. And I'm picturing a viral video with the little clips of, you know, me getting redder and redder throughout the show and, you know, uh, flatlining on zero or $200 or whatever. And so Eric volunteered that uh, uh, he would handle the buzzer. <laughs> he wants to have team podcast co-hosts a week on Jeopardy. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> and yeah. if that happened, he would he would handle the buzzer and I'd get the questions right. <laughs> I, I, you're talking about Jeopardy. I mean, publicity-wise, how great is this for the sports betting industry? Yeah, I, I, I think it, it's really good. It's just, it's just like another little bit of a pivot point culturally. I mean, you got the, you know, grandma and grandpa in Iowa. They watch Jeopardy every night, and they've never gambled. They've never thought about it. And maybe the first time they heard this guy say what he does for a living, they're maybe a little put off by it. But then they watch the show, and they like this guy, and he's really smart. And, um, you know. I, I just think there's a little, it, it's subtle, but I think there's a little bit of a vibe of, you know, you know what, he's a regular person. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there have been a lot of stereotypes in our culture over the years that have slowly, slowly been kind of uh, 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 pushed away, uh, fortunately. And, you know, I guess sports, being a sports better is one of the less stigmas, maybe. And uh, so let's uh, let's get that one out of the way, too. Yeah. John, we don't have a lot of time, but I want to get your comment on a very recent sad story about the passing of Bruce Dyfek, the former owner of the Ocean Resort. I mean, for those who don't know, he bought the $2 billion Revel Casino for about $200 million and reopened it last summer as the Ocean Resort. What do you think his legacy in Atlantic City is going to be? Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I was at the uh, grand opening less than a year ago. It was yeah, I know. I, I'm shocked. I think I have pictures of them at the grand opening. It was, it's absolutely yeah, shocking. Yeah, and, and I noticed, you know, they have the, these events, and a lot of times afterwards they kind of shoo away the CEO or the big star of the show, and you, so you only get them during the press conference, and that's it. But Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Everyone knows New Jersey has the best of everything. The best casinos, the best table games, the best slots, and now it has the best sports book. PointsBet.com. That's right, PointsBet has it all. Spread betting, money line betting, prop bets, you name it, you'll find it at PointsBet. And you can bet from anywhere in New Jersey using your mobile device. It's the only place with points betting where every point matters because every point pays. Now, PointsBet has one of the best sign-up offers in the state. Go to PointsBet.com and sign up using our promo code HOUSE. That's H-O-U-S-E. And you'll get a $50 bonus bet plus two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks. It's the preferred sports book of Allen Iverson and Darrell Rivas. They even have the Rivas Betting Academy hosted by NFL great Darrell Rivas. So sign up today at pointsbet.com using our promo code HOUSE and start having some real fun. That's promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. PointsBet, stay sharp. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus... 
free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. say this. There's no such thing as a poker pro. No matter what Norman Chad says on the telecast, it's a total myth. I butter my bread with guys like this. They come out here by the plane load, the bus load, the car load. They think they got the game clocked because they can riffle chips with either hand. Bet? 200. Call. Brunson, Gus Hansen, Seidel. Ain't nothing special. Watch them on TV back in my house in Aliquippa. It's just so freaking obvious to me that they're bluffing. <laughs> I know, man. I can always tell what they've got. Oh, sure. It's obvious when ESPN is showing you their whole cards. There's no whole card cam here. You want to know what I'm holding? You're going to have to read my face. Little advice, kid. If you're going to wear the shades to keep me from looking at your eyes, don't adjust the frames whenever you catch an ace. Oh. Oh, honey, don't give your stack a hand job every time you're going to raise. Why not? I raised 500. But Aliquippa, you're the best. You don't know it, but tonight, you're my ATM. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. And for those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from usbets.com and njonlinegambling.com. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? You know, as people wandered away at the end of the event, you know, he stood there. He's looking out the Atlantic Ocean. And I had not met him before. And I went up to him, and again, a lot of times it's like, oh, we, we've handled all the press. You know, we don't want to deal with you. And he was more than happy to take any questions. And, you know, I kind of wanted to get across mainly, you know, a, a new visitor who used to go to Revel, and then now they're going to go to your place. What, what's the difference? And you know, he, he just looked at me. He said, hospitality. He said, the arrogance is gone. The service is in. You know, look at these 60 stories. I want you to look at it as the world's largest welcoming mat draped over that tower. Um, it, it was really something. He And there were, there were a pair of outside walls on the boardwalk um, that were joined together. And, you know, he told me it looked like a prison. You know, he knocked that down, put the staircases up, um, you know, put put a big sign up out there, make it more welcoming. I mean, he, he, this was like his, his baby, you know, and he was so proud and he was eager to talk to anybody about it. And, um, 
it's it's really something. I mean, well, first off, thousands of jobs are were created because he he had this dream. So that's certainly a positive. Um, the sports book's really good, by the way, too. One of the state of the art in the city. I think it's um, best in Atlantic City. I think. Yeah, it could be, and um, you know, whether it has long term survival, I don't know. I mean, um, there have been so many so many difficulties with that property. Um, you know, people call it doomed, haunted, whatever. I don't know, but uh, hopefully it can stay open again. Because you know, the bottom line is, uh, the more jobs there is in that city and that county, the better it is for that regional economy. That's a great thing. Um, you know, if if the market can't handle nine or ten casinos, that's that's business that's going to happen. But um, it would be great for him and his family in the long run if that casino can stay open. Uh, then he's really added something to to as a legacy to Atlantic City. John, we're going to have to leave it at that, but I want to remind everyone that if you want to read the amazing articles written by John Brennan, you can find them at njonlinegambling.com and usbets.com. And don't forget to listen to the great podcast Gamble On with John and Eric Raskin and follow John at Twitter at Bergen Brennan. John Brennan, as always, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much. I enjoyed it. And that's all the time we have this week for House of Cards. See you next week. Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.